0: hi hello hello hi and welcome to all our hearts and minds thank you again for tuning in we're here to discuss all things that have been on our hearts and minds the good the bad the concerning and uplifting or just straight talk we're your hosts Kimmy Yao, and Jeanette our mind and chronic overthinker let's get into it please let's do Okay, Les and Louise, let's start up start with our checkup where we check in with each other and how it's been how we've been throughout the week. It's a little check-in on our mental, spiritual, physical. So what's going on with you, McKinney?
1: Nothing much, you know. Like I can't really complain. It was a short week at work, so uh, we were able to get to the weekend quicker. But uh, <laughs> yep, it yep, felt yep. like it took forever. <laughs> but either way, I can't complain too much, you know? Okay. Nothing to write home about. Cool. How about you, girl?
0: This week, yeah, because we had the short week because of Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was like you bl- it was. It went by so fast, but yeah, I would I would characterize it as a good week. Hectic, a little hectic, busier than usual. But uh, I also started some of my fall shopping. I went on, you know, when you, it's late at night and you're bored and you you start browsing. Yeah, that's browsing- dangerous it's dangerous especially when you do it late at night because it's like you're looking so long you're like i better i might as well make this purchase i've been on this site so long right i better buy something better check
1: out that's what you better do Mm -hmm. so i
0: got a little carried away on the gap site got some little comfy sweaters and stuff getting ready for the uh cooler weather Mm -hmm. it's a retail therapy piece pretty much
1: Yep, it's always good Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. well,
0: since we're flying high, let's get into the headlines. Yes,
1: the headlines.
0: So, I was going to start with one of our. Fa- I feel like she, you know, Chloe ba- Bailey has been a recurring celebrity <laughs> in our headlines. Yes. yes. And I guess that's just to say, like, right now she's an it girl, I guess, because uh, she's in people are talking about chloe again this week she performed her song have mercy on jimmy fallon's show and a lot of people were as they always do they always have something to say about this girl positive or negative mm-hmm. and um so people were on her case on twitter saying that she does too much after a performance because i i watched a performance and She was doing a lot. I'm not going to lie. Chloe's my girl. But she was doing a lot. And usually you can do a lot and still have an amazing performance. But sometimes you do a lot and you have a shaky performance. And I think it was a little bit all over the place. I won't call it shaky. But you know what? She's still working on her craft. She's still a new solo artist, technically. Yes. So, I mean, of course, I'm giving her grace. I won't criticize. I'm just, to me, I'm looking at an artist develop and grow. In front of our our eyes, right? But she was singing, she was dancing, she sang a cappella. She had her keyboard there and her mixer doing. She did like a pro, uh, like on the stage production, live production. I was like, damn, girl. I mean, that's mm-hmm. impressive. But you're doing mm-hmm. a lot for the Tonight Show.
1: <laughs> well, I think she she um, is coming into her own. Mm-hmm. She's slowly trying to come into her own, and that's what I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm willing to 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 side with and to encourage her on mm-hmm. she's a she's a brilliant young girl and yeah. it's nice to see that she's showing her talent whether it's too much or not
0: yeah i'm not, I'm not gonna I don't i'm not gonna
1: get into that
0: <laughs> there's I, lots of artists you know you're a performer you're supposed to be too much so that's kind of a weird thing to say and then right? secondly secondly she was on the breakfast club um, mm-hmm. this week and of course uh the breakfast club host asked her about all the beyond the clear beyonce comparisons and i was actually surprised by her response pleasantly surprised and she said she doesn't mind the beyonce comparison she said they're great and you know sense you know she she's looking to grow into her own but right now she takes it as a compliment and i was like you know what i wasn't expecting that response but i'm like yeah there's what well, there's nothing negative
1: about it really It's not a negative response. Uh, uh, You know, no, sorry. It's not a negative viewpoint that Mm -hmm. she is compared to Beyonce. Mm -hmm. I just don't want her to get lost in the sauce. That's all I'm
0: saying. Yeah, That's
1: all I'm saying because I think she has so much talent of her own that is vastly different than Beyonce. I just don't want her to become a cookie cutter model of Beyonce. That's all I'm saying. But is it a bad thing to be compared to Beyonce? (laughs) Not. That's all, <laughs> especially so early in her career, you exactly. know what I mean? To even be in a comparison with her because mm-hmm. we know Beyonce put in the work, like she mm-hmm. put in the work. Yep. So she definitely, you know, deserves all her flowers, but I want Chloe to get her own flowers. Yes. You know what I'm saying? For her and her talents. So, um, but what I wanted to say about that interview that I saw on the Breakfast Club, she handled herself like a pro. A pro, she's good. And she was, a, you could tell she was a little nervous, but she did a great job. She did, she did, she did a fabulous job. She answered the questions very well. Mm-hmm. She's very well spoken. You can oh, tell that so she sweet. thinks she's she, so. Sweet. She's so, She's a sweet girl, naturally in her heart, mm-hmm. and you can mm-hmm. tell. But she, Beyonce's team, <laughs> whoever her PR people are that train this girl. Mm-hmm. You of guys course. are doing a good job because she knows she spoke very eloquently. She handed herself really well. She never really fell under pressure of any, any question they threw at her. Mm-hmm. So it was really nice to see such a young girl answering and just carrying herself like a true queen. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just carry yep. yourself. No, not a queen yet. She a princess. <laughs> coming, <laughs> up. coming up. Coming up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so
0: moving on, let's talk about the NBA's most talked about player this month, Kyrie Irving. Um, he's mm-hmm. been you know he's been in the news a lot because he is one of the NBA players who are very hesitant to take the vaccine as a part of I guess the NBA having this not so formal push. But something that I learned while I was looking into it is he's actually the vice president of the players' union. And that union blocked the NBA's effort to impose a vaccine mandate. So right now, the NBA is not mandating they have to take it. Mm -hmm. But because he's in a state, he works in a state, the team that he's on, I think it's the Brooklyn Nets, he has to take it because it's mandated that if you go into Madison Square Garden, that you need to be in indoor events, you need to be vaccinated. So that's the rule. That's why he needs to... Um, Take it. It's not the NBA mandating it, but it's kind of like in a roundabout way they are. But anyway, regardless of who's mandating it, he's being very vocal and staying true to his stance, I guess, to not get vaccinated. And everybody's talking about it. The mayor, you know, there's people in the city. You're like, oh, well, this is going to affect the the team's chances. Does not
1: have anything else to do?
0: Right. Oh, but on. I guess it's pre- it's like now it's, be- it's big news. He's a big, he's a public figure. So everybody's been putting in their two cents. And there was another commissioner person who's like, you know, we want New York house. You know, pretty much he's one of their star players. So if he's not able to play for half the game. So if he, if they go to another state where they don't have those mandates, he can play. But- I, can I
1: just make notice something quickly about that? Yeah. For our American listeners, this is how Canada and the United States are very different. Because, you know, sports is a big part of the culture in the United States. It's a yeah, big massive. something to do. Here in Canada, it's not that we don't enjoy sports. Yeah. It's just not at the forefront the level... of everything that we do. Mm-hmm. And you will never hear Trudeau or anybody else, for Doug Ford, putting their two cents into anything. Are you sure? I don't know. <laughs> not in respects. No, I, don't I, I don't know. I don't know if I agree far. with that. I don't think they might have some small comment if, if you... they have a press conference. Very small comment. Yeah, but... maybe.
0: Well, I can't see. I would say that's probably a similar scenario where they got the comment um, in the article that I read. They, you know, The press is asking, like, you know, you're going to be pushed to things. So I feel like in the same scenario, if we had a, a Raptors player or a, a Toronto Maple Leafs player who was on the same stance as Kyrie. I do believe the press would ask, say, Doug or the mayor.
1: But I just don't feel like either one of them would really put forth so much thought. Like, I just don't think that they would be... They would dive so deep into it. That's Mm -hmm. all I'm saying. I don't know. I think in Canada, it's not that we don't like sports. We like sports, but it's just not in the forefront of our culture here, Mm -hmm. which we're still trying to find an identity for. So I can see the press asking a question, but Mm it not being blown out of proportion. That's that's just my take, but yeah. go on. Anyway. So
0: so the NBA is confirming because there's been so much talk about Kyrie's um staying strong in his stance. They confirmed this week that salaries will be withheld from players who do not play because their unvaccinated status does not allow them to do so given local rules or ordinances. So that could potentially mean cost Irving half his thirty four million dollar salary for Brooklyn home games alone, so obviously he can't play in the home games, but he can only play but he'd probably lose more than half because there's probably other states like say
1: California, they probably mm-hmm. have that
0: mandate, so any state where they have that mandate, he can't play
1: and there and more and more states are taking you and know taking that same viewpoint, so
0: he stands to lose roughly about. Um, 400,000 a game that he misses. So... He's been very vocal on his position. He's always, even before this mandate uh, mandate thing, he's one of the more vocal players. That's probably why he's a part of the uh, he's a vice president of the players union. Right. So we'll see where this goes. But he's they're definitely trying to put pressure on him. But I feel like he's not the guy you can pressure. So
1: um, well, you know, he has options. He hey? might appear as though he's not, but when his pockets start being affected, <laughs> eh, I'm waiting to see what he'll do. We'll see. When he, he actually good, starts losing money. He when he actually... Because st- right now it's all up in in convo and in talk and in theory. Yeah, but I think but, he's re- ready to die on this hill. And I think he'll be okay. He has millions of dollars in investment. He does. He does. Yeah. But, you know, the one thing I've learned about rich people is they like staying rich. Yeah. I think he's so,
0: good. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Kyrie's good. Okay. So now we're going to go on to Too Short. That's not a name people probably here every week but too short old school rapper from the bay area mm-hmm. um people have been talking about him because there was an old video of him and sweetie alive that him and sweetie were doing and pretty much people were uh, talking about colorism it's very he's the one who's being colorist he but brought it up. i feel like the video resurfaced because people were trying to like put sweet sweetie in uh, hot water but to me it just made continued to perpetuate Too shorts lifestyle which we've been known about what too short is all about right <laughs> Um, so, in the clip, he, you hear, and he's, you know, sweetie's talking to him, and then all of a sudden, Two Shorts gets into saying that he loves biracial women. He's never fallen in love with any woman who wasn't mixed. And, you know, sweetie's just <sighs> listening, and then kind of like nervously, like, ooh, awkward, right? And then he goes on to say that biracial babies are the most beautiful ones to him, at least, <sighs> and that no biracial baby can be ugly. Why, why, while he didn't say this, the assumption is that other b- babies of other races or ethnicity are cute in his eyes, which we know, like, that's like, but I saw the clip and I was just like, damn too short. Like we, you look like a guy who would have that opinion, but it's just, it's one thing to, for that to be your preference. Fine. I don't, your preference is your preference, but you don't go on a national TV or big social media with this girl who has a massive following <laughs> and, and say that because now you look like a dick
1: well you know what too short (laughs) everybody is entitled to their opinion Mm -hmm. an opinion is like an asshole everybody (laughs) Everybody has has one one. (laughs) and he this spewed out of his asshole this nonsense (laughs) that he was saying and it just shows his ignorance because for you to say that you've never loved a woman that wasn't mixed so did you never love your mother Mm, you didn't you've never loved your mother because your Mm. mother's a black woman Mm. right so we'll start there and then second um sweetie tried her best (laughs) she tried her very best to try and redirect the conversation (laughs) and keep the the conversation focused, mm-hmm. but this man was going off in a tangent about his. <laughs> he really opinion. went in. It looked really bad. <laughs> yeah, I think his opinion was stupid because it lacked any sort of substance. Mm-hmm. Um, it lacked any sort of depth or any any like thought process. He was just spewing absolute crap out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I wanted to say about him was: stop blaming where you're from, bra. Mm-hmm the Bay area, yes, it's multicultural. Yeah, yes. I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I get it. But that's where you're from should not like formulate such a negative opinion towards your own kind.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, that's one one problem that I have with what he was saying is that in a very the subliminal message he was trying to send is that black women are not beautiful. Yeah, that's what and I, like I got all out of black it. children children who are of all black are all black yeah. are not as beautiful as if you're mixed that's what i got something. out of
0: it well that's why we have an issue with this it's colorist and it's so sad is colorist comment. and it's so sad coming from you know but i mean and he's because... saying
1: it to someone who is mixed so you see the air you see yeah. the nonsense mm-hmm. people it's nonsense Embarrassing. I took it as such, but kudos to you, sweetie. You tried your very best with this stupid man. You tried, you tried. I saw, but you know what? I think when it comes to sweetie, people have it out for her. Yeah, I do. Yeah, um, they true. do, she and I hate uh, There's a lot of hate around her, mm-hmm. and there's maybe a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. She's an educated multicultural woman who is very strong within herself Mm -hmm. and sometimes you know unfortunately it's not always it doesn't always um translate well to other people and people were coming after sweetie after this but it was him who who, it's a stupid black man that was Mm -hmm. making these comments Mm -hmm. but yet they're coming after her Mm -hmm. So that just showed a dynamic. But anyway. Yeah, get it together too short.
0: Let's get into... Oh, so Miss Cardi B celebrated her uh, 29th birthday earlier this week. And she had her...
1: Pasa pasa birthday bash. Bashment. A real bashment. A real bashment. And she brought out. Bashment. She
0: brought out all the big names. Cause I me and me and my niece were talking about it and we we're like, I wonder if Spice is gonna be there. Spice has to be there.
1: Everybody so- <laughs> was there. Everybody. Everybody, yeah, literally
0: everybody was there the venue looked pack up and it, as it should because if you're going to do a real dance hall bashment the police need to be pinched up little bit, right. and everybody needs to be packed
1: up on top of each yeah, other yeah it wouldn't like be a, right it wouldn't be right <laughs> it wouldn't
0: so be right spice was there ding dong crania mr vegas shansia they all were there to wish her a happy birthday, and it looked like the, a real live party. So it looked amazing. Uh, I
1: heard Snoop Dogg was there as so well. Yeah, I saw Snoop Dogg. I saw there's a lot of, yeah, there was saw. a lot of big hitters that were there, mm-hmm. um, as well as Lizzo. Ooh, Lizzo. Yeah, Lizzo. Lizzo's
0: outfit. So. I I have to admit, so when I saw Lizzo, uh, the cover, like, they show pictures of uh, Lizzo's outfit, I was like, ooh, uh, that's, I was like, I I said that comment a bit much, like, we're talking about Chloe, but then I caught myself, because I said to myself, you know what, I need to rein it in and be like, if, because if it was Rihanna or a slim girl who was wearing that outfit... I don't think I would have balked as much. No, and so and I caught would have myself. It been a
1: big fashion to do, and next yes. thing you know, everybody's a fashion trend.
0: So I caught myself with that. I caught myself like um, I was like, you know what? She's comfortable. She she feels confident and wants to, and that's what she wants to
1: wear. Do your thing, girl. Well, you know, honestly, with Lizzo, okay, because we've had this conversation about Lizzo before in one of our episodes. I'm a thickums too. She's a thickums. I'm a thickums. And I understand that with fashion, you like to play around with fashion and you want to make bold statements. But I've always learned, even through fashion or just in general in life, that the people that look the best are the ones that wear confidence well. Mm confidence is what makes your outfit look bomb if you want to make a bold statement it's not the dress that you have on Mm -hmm. it's the the confidence that comes behind it so the dress shouldn't wear you you should wear the dress Mm -hmm. and in this case I think you know she was trying to be bold and and that's great like listen I don't have no problem you want to be a thick girl, you want to go out there and have, you know, a see-through something on mm-hmm. and think that's your business, B. Would I do it? No. Mm-hmm. I'm a mother. I, you know, I'm more reserved. Mm-hmm. In my younger days, yes, certain things would hang out, but in those <laughs> days is done. So for her, she's a young girl trying to be bold within the fashion industry as a plus-size person. You just need to have that confidence. Yeah and you know I I just felt like Lizzo after the party was done she got backlash and people had things to say about her which I don't know why she's surprised or taken back by it she just had a song drop and people were calling her Aunt Jemima Mm -hmm. so you need to be prepared for that backlash and not allow it to knock your confidence down yeah. And, or, or, or change you in and change you into somebody you're not. Yeah. So she went on afterwards to respond to the haters and she's bent over backward. She bent over with her backside out. Then she did another Instagram post where she took up, like she literally while on camera and filming pulled down her pants and told people to kiss her backside. Mm-hmm. And my response to that was why are you showing them that you're shaking? Why yeah, kind of looks. You like, sure yeah, for you to shit? do. Yeah,
0: you're doing. For you, you're. That's too much of a reaction. I think, like you said, people now. I feel it's like a game for people now. It's like they. Anytime she does anything, people are gonna criticize her. So why are you gonna take that energy? You know, people are literally trying to knock you down. But you have millions of people who love you for what you're doing and and you being comfortable in your skin. So continue to do that. Don't you don't shouldn't have. Waste your energy on all these people who have negative comments. So girl, I actually think she needs to take a social media break.
1: I think she needs to take a social media break with the respect of responding to this. Yeah, don't. Because I realize that in the society we live in today, people like Lizzo and other upcoming artists... Need social media to keep them relevant. Yeah, she does need it. It's true. You you need it's a part of your brand, right? And And I get that, but you need to come off of the social media. You yourself, yeah, you need, I don't know, hire a PR person to do all of that for you. I don't know what you need to do, but you need to come off yourself. You need to take a break off of it and not focus so much on what everybody's saying. And if you were bold enough to wear that when you left your house, you should be bold enough 10 toes down to be confident enough not to respond to them Mm -hmm. because that's exactly what they want you to do. So if you want to hit them where it's, you know, if you want to hit somebody low, then ignore them. Mm -hmm. Success is the best is the best reward in this case. Just keep being successful. But when you're bending over backwards, acting out of character and doing all of this extra shit, it just makes you look bad. And not only that, but now I'm starting to think, are you using your weight as a publicity stunt? Are you using your weight as a way to, I i, 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 I don't know quite how to put it, girl. Like mm-hmm. I, I, There's something about it that doesn't rub me the right way. Mm-hmm. This girl has been criticized about her weight since she started in the game. Mm-hmm. So this is nothing new. It hasn't left. It's not going anywhere, but you mm-hmm. keep feeding into the, to the crap mm-hmm. you know you once you go to a basketball game with your ass cheeks hanging out your dress <laughs> like are you purposely doing this is this something that you're mindful of I don't understand it. Then you have then you're crying 24/7 on the damn, you know, like I just it's too much, Lizzo. That's all I'm saying. It's (laughs) too much, girl. (laughs) If you're gonna feel good enough to put that see-through dress on your body with your with your rolls hanging out and so on, then feel good enough not to give a shit about Mm. what they say. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah.
0: And, I went and back, I'm waiting, I went back, and she went, bet I,
1: not, she bet not come on the Instagram or any sort of platform <laughs> crying. I'm telling you right now.
0: Anyway, I just wanted to say before we move on, I actually went back to look at the pictures and you know what? She actually looks great. She looks comfortable. She looks sexy. She does.
1: That's what I'm saying. So if you're so. going to leave your yard, you're going to leave your yard looking so. Why do you care? Yeah. Like when you when you looked in the mirror, you felt confident about yourself enough to leave your house and to go into other public settings dressed as so. So why do you care? Lizzo don't mind the haters keep it moving don't mind the haters but do not find yourself crying on no damn platform (laughs) here today kim obviously doesn't want to see you on any sort of platform here today me and you in our workout session okay (laughs) me and you in the workout session because i'm tired of seeing you ball and then go put on a next cutout or see through something and expect someone to be different with their opinion so on to music news please um,
0: <laughs> uh, so another artist who was, whose weight has been discussed left, right, and center in the news and pop culture recently is Miss Adele. Mm-hmm. She's back with a new single, um, that has recently broken the streaming, uh, Spotify streaming record for a single release. The song is called Easy On Me. Uh, I listened to it and I, I did too. I have to say that I'm underwhelmed. Sorry, I'm going to be honest. This sounds like every other Adele song, particularly Hello from the Other Side. It was giving me those vibes. I don't know. I think people are just excited that she's back. And of course, I'm excited that she's back. But I don't feel... Okay, this is based on one single, people. Don't get mad at me. Because we know Adele has some passionate fans. But... Um, she's been on the same track for the past 10 years. (laughs) Like, I mean, I just need to hear a different sound. Yeah. Like I need something like, she's not giving me anything different that like, I love you, Adele. You gave me your albums really got me through it. I love them with all my heart, but I'm just, but with seeing, seeing how this new song is like surpassing records and it's literally like every other of her 10 singles. I don't like,
1: I don't uh, quite, are we rewarding mediocrity? At this point i don't know just well, a thought <laughs> i'm sorry but you just said something that has been on my brain <laughs> rewarding meteorocracy well here's the thing is that this is what white women get they get rewarded for being regular schmegular. but black women have to in the same industry have to go over and beyond they have to be different all the time they have to work 10 times harder and I want to say listeners I'm basing it off of one song
0: I'm prepared to hear the whole album promptly named 30 as all her previous albums are based on the age she is when she writes them I'm well I'm willing to be uh, contradicted on that that's just my opinion based on one song.
1: I and love, I'm gonna I love give her. my opinion on her one song. <laughs> so, and listeners, I'm sorry if you want to come for me. I'm sorry. I love Adele mm-hmm. first and foremost. Let's just put that out there. I'm gonna give her her flowers where they're de- they are deserved. Yes. And she is an awesome talent. She can sing. She has soul. But I need variety. I need her to switch it up. Mm-hmm. I need her to use her vocals in a different range. Yes. Yeah. that's what I need and so I'm not saying that I didn't appreciate the song mm-hmm. I saw the song I listened. I listened to her song I saw the video and I was very like okay yeah Adele mm-hmm. yeah it was like okay but this sounds similar mm-hmm. this sounds similar and I need to hear that range you have vocals that are so powerful you know they're so powerful why not use them in different ways for the one song that's my opinion i need variety from you at this point adele your career is already you know it's already what it will be so there's not gonna ever be a point where you could try something new and get backlash oh no No. you know what i'm saying so she's solidified herself She's definitely solidified Mm -hmm. herself in the music industry. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, I think she looks fabulous. I think she looks fabulous. She looks healthy. I I, I don't care if she's big or if she's small. Yes, It's her voice that I want to listen to. And her voice is awesome. However, because I can see such power in her voice, it would be nice to see her switch it up. Mm -hmm. It would be nice to hear her in a different way. Now, when her album drops, people do not come for me. (laughs) When her album drops, I might be wrong. Yes. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay okay with that. that. I almost want her to prove me wrong. I want her to prove me wrong. I really do. I want her to prove me wrong because at this point in time, Adele, this sounds like your first flipping song that you ever came out with. Okay. (laughs) Like I need some variety from you. I need more. I need more from you. I I need need some range. I need some growth something you know deep into yourself like even when you think of which i'm not comparing them Mm -hmm. but if you think of mary j blige
0: yes oh yeah there's a journey
1: her a lot of people say that she sounds the same in some of her songs oh no however however her
0: albums she gave us a journey with all her albums
1: this is what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. you go on a journey you go from you know, slow to fast to mid-tempo. You you just hear her use the power in her voice. And I need that from you, Adele. I'm not comparing you to nobody, but I'm using someone who I know people have said in the past, a lot of her music sounds the same and da-da-da-da. If you really listen to Mary J, you can see that range. You can see her trying different mm. things and mm-hmm. going different places with her voice. And I want that from Adele. Please thanks. And but then, overall, yeah. Adele, you're doing the damn thing.
0: Yeah, we are we love we love Adele over here and we love to see her grow. And uh we want we we love her success. And mm-hmm. just before we move on to our, our first segment, news of uh, Summer Walker. We were talking about Summer Walker a few episodes ago. So she released some of her track lists. No, it's funny. She she For her track list, you know how artists, when they have an album coming out, they release a track list to yeah. generate excitement. So she only released the uh, first two names, and then there's a gap, and they're like dates. So it's like Valentine's Day, or two days after Valentine's Day. And then the last track is... um. Sierra's prayer and if everybody knows the uh the the running joke with Sierra and Russell Russell Wilson where Sierra said she said she had a prayer she doesn't tell anybody but she prayed for somebody like Russell Wilson to come into her life and so the joke on on social media anytime there's a post with her um her and Russell or anything new exciting happening in their life. Everybody everybody's like, I need that prayer girl. We need that prayer.
1: Right? <laughs> yes, so it
0: was uh funny. And supposedly Send on the that-
1: prayer. Shoot. And so
0: not only is she gonna give us the prayer, but um she's Summer Walker has, it's called Sierra's Prayer, and Sierra's going to be the one reading it. So that's Mm -hmm. what got everybody um, excited uh, for the uh, new album, because everybody's been waiting for it. So that's a pretty smart, (laughs) that's a pretty smart marketing
1: tactic. But um, just so everybody is aware, what God meant for Sierra Mm -hmm. was meant for Sierra. So I do want to hear the prayer, though. Yeah, uh, you yeah, yeah. Hear don't prayer. pretend like you don't want to hear that prayer no girl. I want to hear the damn prayer because <laughs> I need to hear what she did do in that prayer what she said because Russell is he, he's an anomaly he's She's an a quiet anomaly um, and to see where Sierra could you imagine it like where Sierra would have went if she didn't come off of the future train <laughs> and, and, and 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 start praying if she didn't do that shoot <laughs> Yeah, but, so yes, yeah, so a lot of women want to hear that damn prayer. Mm-hmm. A lot of women. I might um, I might
0: skip I might skip the track 20 right away.
1: <laughs> no, I'm going to hear the Listen, I don't feel That's going to be the first track interested. I listen to. <laughs> At this point I'm not interested in the rest of Summer Walker's stuff. I just want to hear
0: that prayer. <laughs> and so okay, so that so I told you the last track and the first two tracks um she didn't release the names of the other ones, but the first one is called Bitter, okay? And the Mm -hmm. second one, catch this, is called X for a Reason. Mm, A lot of girls are probably going to need to hear that one. X for a Reason. Don't go back, girl.
1: (laughs) Don't go back. (laughs) Child or no child. Don't go back. That's uh, that's music news. (laughs) Okay, so let's get into our
0: first segment. Wagwan for real. Wagwan for real. And in this segment, we ask the question of stories where things just don't add up. They just don't make sense. Mm-hmm. You, read, you read it or you see it and you're saying, Wagwan well, for real. For real
1: Wagwan. Well, Wagwan well, for real.
0: <laughs> and in this um, segment, um, we're going to be talking about Miss Jessie Nelson mm-hmm. and her blackfishing and Miss Nicki Minaj defending her and all of the hoopla around <sighs> that. So... I want to start. Before you
1: start, can I just ask something? Nikki, can we have an album? We need an album from you because Nikki Minaj started out as an artist and all of a sudden she's become some other personality. But go on. I just need an album. Like at this
0: point, okay. okay, let's start. I want to break it down this way. So first let's just talk about the term black fishing for those who don't know. I don't know how you can't know by now, but that's okay. We're case. here. To, we're here to educate Please. So the term black fishing is often used to describe white individuals, typically white women attempting to appear as someone with an African-American heritage, ethnically ambiguous, but definitely along the lines of black. And, um, you know, typically, you know, people who've been accused of this the bigger stars that we know. It's a lot of influencers, but I feel like obviously the Kardashians are the biggest well-known yeah. um, examples of blackfishing. And that means, you know, you wear your hairs in cornrows or braids and you darken your skin with bronzers or tan or tan to make your skin very dark. You, you make your lips a lot bigger and you just have the general aesthetic and style of black women and that's fine to have the style but don't you know the hair the lips the 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 butt injections it's it's a thing look it up there's a whole there's whole essays and theses on this at this point yes and so this started with the fact that jesse nielsen has a new song called boys boys with a z that features our girl Nicki minaj and like kim said she wants an album nikki's verse nikki's verse on this is damn good like her actually I have to take this back she her verses are usually always solid, so I guess I shouldn't You know when somebody's always good, it's hard to you can't even judge if it's good or bad, but I feel like this is one of her really solid ones, but Nikki's always going to deliver on a feature from from what I've heard basically. And
1: therefore we need an album. <laughs> well, I'm going to let her enjoy mommyhood. Yeah, I am too, but like and I want her to really enjoy mommyhood and I get that, right? But she has a lot of time to do a lot of fuckery. Yeah. So know- I need mm. you to focus. Yeah. If you're out here enjoying mommyhood, then do that then. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't so, get yourself mixed up in this like. Yes, but there's a reason.
0: Obviously she has invested in reason because this girl, she has she's featured on this new single with this girl who's being touted as, I guess, I don't know what. Like, okay, so let me set this up. So Jesse Nelson was in a group called Little Mix. And actually, Nikki did a song with them as well. I kind of did some background checks and Nikki did a feature with them as well. But they're like a girl group in the UK. Because I was like, who the hell is Little Mix? I never, right. I don't hear, they, they have all these views on YouTube. I'm like, I don't ever heard of these two, but they're UK. And I could see why they wouldn't cross over to the US. It's a little bit. You know, it's hard for UK acts to cross over, and I could see why they didn't cross over. And I think they're trying too damn hard with this girl to make her cross over here. They all put Nicki Minaj on the song to make it have that appeal, but I still... I mean, the song is cool because it's using a song, it's being sampled. Bad Boys for Life as a sample. So when I first heard the song, I was like, okay, okay, right? like, he- hearing it. But then when I saw the video, because I heard the song way before, but it didn't click who it was. I just knew it was a song with Nicki on it. And I was like, okay, this is sick. But then because the story came up, I went to look at the video and I was like, this is so whack. This is embarrassing. Right? So... Basically, after the video released, um, everybody got on the internet and was like, just like saying, oh, this girl is blackfishing and she got a lot of black backlash. And people in the UK, the black community in the UK was pre- pretty much calling Jesse Nelson out. The group little mix that she was a part of, um, she's pretty much trying to say in her defense that, you know, no one accused me of blackfishing until I left the group and did my own thing. So she's trying to kind of make it seem like it's a hate thing because she left the group.
1: Yeah, because in there- the group, you were the white girl. No, go there's
0: on. only they're all white girls. There's only one. Mixed- no, but
1: that's what I'm saying. In mm-hmm. the group, you are a white girl. Yes. Now all of a sudden, we want to appear like we're Mexican or something in the video. Like I, I don't understand it. I didn't yeah. understand it. But go on. The
0: accusations against um her came after the video, and then so people are now seeing when Nikki went on Inst- um Instagram Live with Jesse Nelson um Leanne. Pinnock which is a mixed girl from the group that she left little mix Nikki kind of was badmouthing her because basically they're trying to say that Leon Pinnock Pinnock um, spoke to some social media influencers to start this whole backlash against Jesse Nelson and blackfishing and there are some stupid screenshots I saw on on Instagram saying how the girl liked this or sent some DMs to some influencers but even either way Forget that girl forget Leon Pinock. I feel like first of all you should be supporting you never supported your your black um cat um, bandmate and then they're saying another thing with her is that she when all these things were happening with George Floyd and everything, you know uh, um there are some influencers I saw that we were seeing on their stories. I want to read one of the stories that I saw talking about her because remember these people are based in the UK so I can only look at UK. Twitter and see what's really going down with these people. So they said she never spoke a word or showed support to the black community in the last two years, silent as a mofo, but you release, you love bad boys in turn, perpetuating the narrative that black men who wear do rags and gold teeth are bad boys. The media has already stereotyped young black men as this, and for you to glorify this and use it for your own advantage is sad. Let me not even start on the black fishing taking place. Guess the last two years of education and resources fell on deaf ears. Oh, that was like, that was cutting. And then another one that I saw, and I'm just reading this to set up, like this is a commentary from the UK side of things. Because Mm -hmm. remember, we don't know these, we're just hearing this story. Mm
1: -hmm. So from
0: the heart, I just want to take this time to promote promote some talented black female artists who I feel deserves more of the shine than others. Others being white people. (laughs) other right so they're saying like so that was the poster just trying to say like i'm tired of talking about jesse nelson so getting back to the main story i took a look at the video and the first minute in terms of the visuals i saw it was very degrading i think to the black african-american in particular community remember this girl is from the uk okay the first scene that you see her in she's wearing a beyonce like wig it's like it's very embarrassing on her part she has black guys and white guys wearing do rags and gold teeth and i just feel like if you're you if the culture hasn't cleaned you you shouldn't be appropriating it like this there's nothing wrong we've seen it before but i kind of feel like there's more tasteful ways of doing it and i found the video very distasteful and it turned me off from the from the song Mhm did you take a look at the video
1: I saw the video mm-hmm. Now okay before I get into the video. Mm-hmm. First, I love that she sampled one of uh, Puffy's tracks. Yeah, it's a great tracks. song.
0: It's a great song, yeah. It's
1: a great song, right? Um, but while w- when I heard and I saw what I saw, mm-hmm. it was a very typical imagery of what a British person might have seen on their TV. It's a caricature. Thank you. It was a caricature. Right, okay. Now, with that being said... I think she looked like a flipping clown. (laughs) Clown. (laughs) All she needed was a big red nose on her face. She (laughs) looked like a flipping clown. (laughs) And what bothered me the most was that, is this what you think Black women look like? Mm. Is this the clownery that you are putting on in this video? Is this the image that you think Black people or women, Black men have? Like this is, this is who we are. This is, this is who we are to you. Now I understand like when we go to, you know, Britain, for instance, there's a lot of racism. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of social injustice over there. Mm -hmm. So to have a woman like her stand up for black people, I don't know why that was at all expected. It just wouldn't be, it just wouldn't be something that she would do. And the reason why I say that as though, as though I know her Mm -hmm is because she's willing to take that same imagery and perpetuate it in a negative way to others. Mm -hmm. So she's keeping this image going Mm -hmm. by now taking part of it like a clown. Mm -hmm. So she is making this into a circus and us black people are allowing her, such as P Diddy, who was in the video. Oh God, yeah. Nicki Minaj, which at this point in time she herself looks racially ambiguous. Mm -hmm. And I was so disgusted at the imagery that I saw and and how she was just perpetuating this forward. Um, It really disturbed me. But you know what? She's not the first one. No, she's not the first one. And she's not the last. I mean, we could call on Miley Cyrus here. Because Miley Cyrus didn't go tan her skin, but she definitely tried to perpetuate an image of what she thought Black people or Black women should be like. Yep, yep. Okay, so this is not new. She's another one Okay, this is actually like a playbook Mm -hmm. that most white girls who want to step into the realm of hip hop or R&B or Black culture, this is what they do. So I don't know why we're surprised. Uh, I'm not. I'm disgusted, but what surprised me was that she had backing from other Black people. That's what surprised me, and I'll tell you why. It surprised me because in the time that we're in, after George Floyd, after everything that Black people have accomplished in the last two years, all the protesting, all the everything, you still have Black people who are willing to co-sign a girl like Jesse Nelson. They're willing to go and put their name attached to her. Mm -hmm. Now, Nikki, I understand you're about your bag. Yeah, that's right. you Mm -hmm. you've always been about your bag. You've shown me that since day one. However, when you start defending people, I think you need to take a look at yourself in the mirror. I do have to say something about her defense she um, defended this woman. She defended her and, and, and not just her words. The simple fact that you were willing to do a video with her. At what point will a black woman in a position as Nikki be in a music video with a girl like Jesse Nelson and say, girl, you need to tone down your foundation right about now. You need to take that <laughs> wig off your head right about now. You need to be the white girl <laughs> from Britain. <laughs> okay and stop this fuckery right here That's, like when will that time come now because Nikki is about her bag and because Nikki has established herself in this industry mm-hmm. and good publicity is still or bad publicity is still good publicity for Nikki it wouldn't have made no difference if she had took Jesse aside and said girl we need to change your hair Okay. Yeah. We're going to change your hair. We're going to you're going to take off that foundation right there and you can still be your regular white girl self and I will back that regular white girl self. I will well, back her. Well, you know, Nikki not just shows that, a, not Nikki just goes, clown that I don't that,
0: put it on Nikki to to
1: to 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 have to do that, but I, who's, gonna who's gonna do it? Who's gonna do it? The producer is not gonna do it because they're about their coin. <laughs> P-, P Diddy don't give a shit because he he. This is his track. This is his set. They're sampling his music, so he's making a money off of it already. So who's gonna do it? She herself should have the sense not to do it. But she's her not going to have the okay. sense or that. That's or what that. Her, her team. She's not going to have the sense because okay. she's from the other side. She's from a different pond. Okay, but
0: or her team. You should know better. If you're trying to cross over, you need to have a, a US li- liaison
1: to let you know better. I'm not putting this on Nikki. The only issue I have. I'm not going to put it all on Nikki. But what I'm saying is, is that Nikki has pull and she has power. Sure. And she could have in that situation. Stood up for her own black people, and said, "You know what? I don't. You know what? I don't know if anybody told you. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about your team, mm-hmm. but um, we need to. We need to. We we need to do something about that foundation. We mm-hmm. need. We we need to do something about that hair. We need to, you know, just be you, girl. Mm-hmm. Encourage her to just be herself. Mm. I'm just saying that, as black people." we have a, a role to play in change you know and change is not going to come about if we have people who are willing to back this nonsense yeah change is not going to come about unless the black woman that you're doing the project with says um <laughs> i don't know about that
0: you know what i mean <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't
1: really want to i don't want i don't really want to put my name that i've worked so hard for behind that but I can see that Nikki is about her bag. Yeah, that's all I can And I can here. also see that Nikki herself has become lighter over the years. Okay? Um, now, I'm not going to say that she's bleaching, <clears throat> but there's something different <laughs> about your pigment. Okay? That's all I got to say, because when Nicki Minaj first came out to who Nicki Minaj is right now, Nicki Minaj definitely looks racially ambiguous she Mm. definitely does i can see that nikki is not going to be the person in this situation because she herself obviously has you know she's struggling and battling with this image of blackness herself so i can understand that but at what point are we as black people gonna say this black fishing no no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put my name behind that i'm sorry you know yeah not all money is good money yeah, well, I'm saying okay.
0: in defense of Nikki. I well the point well I just want to bring us back into we have this in wagwan for real. And and the reason why this is here, we she's clearly blackfishing, that's not even a question. The wagwan for real was really around Nikki defending her. And I I feel like the main points, you brought up some points, Nikki's about her bag. Nikki also when her her in that IG live. She actually did make a great point because if Nikki's going to do, she's going to give you a strong argument. She's going to be wrong and strong, but she she had a good point is that the double standard because, yeah, everybody's down on Jesse Nelson, but you're not coming down on the Kardashians, like not like you're coming down on this girl. And again, Nikki has a vested interest in this girl being successful because she's on the song. She recorded the song. It needs to do good. She needs to get her return on investment. Right. So I get why she's doing it, but like you said, it looks bad in terms of like black women. You know, she's a black woman, and she's encouraging this nonsense by not by going on, literally going breaking her back to defend her. It all comes down to capitalism, I guess, and money. So and I understand that's that really what's wanting to me. And the
1: comment that with Nicki Minaj, she see that's a thing. That's the, this is the thing. Nicki Minaj is no dummy. No. She's a very intelligent woman. To know that you're that intelligent and to see the mess, the the, the the nonsense, and to it's you're turning a blind eye. Now, with her comment about the Kardashians, people come, they go, they go hard on the Kardashians. Don't get it twisted, because as soon as Kim Kardashian put braids in her hair, that was all over the media. Everybody was on her back when Kylie decided that she you know, um, was going to put Tupac and Biggie's images on shirts and t-shirts without asking permission for it, people came down on them too. So I'm not defending the Kardashians because I feel like they're the epitome of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. However, they do get backlash. They do very much get backlash and on a grander scale than this than this Jesse Nelson person. Yep. And to be quite frank, there's not many people that is coming to the rescue of the Kardashians. There's not many people who are of, who are black, okay? And who are coming to their defense. There's not many. So I, I see what she's saying and, and that shows her intelligence, but why I think it de- deserves to be in the Wagwan for real is Nikki, you couldn't tell the girl, <laughs> girlfriend. No, so We can't do it. The girl couldn't see for herself that. Mm. So my question, when I say "Wagwan for real," is: so are you that oblivious, or is this is this a part of the the new wave of music? Because I I, I wonder to myself, like, what is really happening here? Why are so many black people going to back her on this? Why is it that? Well, no black people are backing her on this. Well, Nikki. Nikki is. Nikki. Nikki is. Well, she,
0: Nikki
1: is a black woman. She has an interest in it. I, and I, not only that, but Nikki is a black woman who is not initially from the states. She mm-hmm. is from Trinidad. Yeah. And, and I and I bring that up to say, she. Okay, she herself at one point was on the outside of the states looking in. Just like how this girl was from Britain, and she was from the outside looking in to what the life and culture is in the States. So, I don't know. Uh, for me, there's so much questions that I had, like the one for re- like nobody told this girl, nobody pulled her aside or was it a stunt? Was it to get f- buzz around her name? Because I noticed there's a trend going on here. I don't think it's.
0: I don't think it's a, a stunt. No, I think people know who Jesse Nelson is because of Nicki Minaj.
1: <laughs> but they know it now, not just because of Nicki Minaj, but because of this backlash. Okay, well, I don't. You know, know. and and because uh, this is why it's where it is in the in the segment. <laughs> because I really don't. I I really starting to feel like this is a flipping trend. It's like a um. A blueprint of how you're successful in the music industry. I won't, I won't. You drop a, you drop a song, create some sort of controversy. Then you ride the controversy until your next song or until you drop your album. There's so many countless, countless people who have come out. And that's exactly the formula that I've been noticing. I, I I have to really ask myself, what one for real in that is. (laughs) Okay, well,
0: I'm going to close it out with um, this comment from a a British, a black British influencer, and just 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 rounds it all out, like I said about the earlier post that I read before, and just kind of puts it all into perspective and why this is even an issue that we're bothering to talk about, because who really cares about Jesse Nielsen, right? But there's a larger harm, and I'm I'm just going to read it. So it's from at West Allens on Twitter. Jessie Nelson profiting off black culture when she herself couldn't even be a good ally to an ex-bandmate. That was a Leanne Leon Pinnock, Leon Pinnock person I was talking about. Her ex-bandmate, let alone the black community, whilst blackfishing and trying to sing with a black accent in an attempt to sound hard when she's from Essex. In British Black History Month. <laughs> Multiple question marks. So that kind of sums it up and and why this is a very, um, why this is a topic that we're talking about and the dangers of it.
1: So now we're going to move on into the call-out. It's the call-out. Call-out. This is where we actually call each other out and put each other in the hot seat. So we ask each other questions on the spot, got to answer and uh we we go from there and have dialect about it each one of us has to answer this come this question I have three questions and I couldn't choose one so I'm gonna ask you to pick a pick a number between one and three two okay that's great so my question to you is what are you passionate about right now
0: what am I passionate about right now um uh... Honestly, I can't say, I don't, nothing really, to be honest. I'm not like people either. What are you passionate about? I mean, I don't know. There's lots of things. I can't, there's not one
1: thing to be honest. I can't really answer that question. <laughs> okay. Well, for me, um, something that, uh, well, there's, it's tied right now. I'm passionate about our podcast. Mm, okay. I am passionate about it because I feel like it's a, a great outlet for me to express myself and to get certain things off my mind and that I've been thinking or I've been seeing to have dialects with you, you know, being a mom, sometimes Mm -hmm. you don't get to have adult conversation. Mm -hmm. So um, it gives me a chance to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And also it's tied with health. I'm Mm -hmm. passionate about my health. Um, I never used to be. I used to be like, okay, well, I know what I need to do to stay healthy, but now I'm more passionate about it. Meaning, um, how can I improve my health? How can I make myself, uh, my, build my immunity? How can I, um, you know, lose more pounds? How can I, you know, have better skin or, how, you know, just different parts of my health, yeah. my mental, my, my mental state as well,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, um, And so this is where it ties into this podcast where it gives me a chance to get those things off my mind and express myself and those thoughts that I have and to release any sort of, you know, ideas that I might have. Mm -hmm. So these are the two things that I'm really passionate about. Other, there are lots of things I am also passionate about, like being a mom, but I would say those three kind of are lumped together. But if I want to say as an adult woman, not a mom, yeah, but an adult woman, I am passionate about this podcast and, you know, getting feedback from our listeners and seeing that people are listening. It's really inspiring. Mm-hmm. And it really, you know, it really helps me every week. I'm I'm excited to hear what, you know because uh, I do listen to it back mm-hmm. on Wednesdays along with our listeners mm-hmm. and it's nice to hear it and it's nice to see our dialect and our conversation and thinking of things in a different way so that's my question. Um, the other two questions I'll tell you what they were mm-hmm. but you're not going to answer them. So the other two questions was okay so one was if you could go back in time to one musical error when would it be and why and the other question that i had was have you ever experienced resistance when you are leading men so uh those are the three i couldn't decide i was like well i'm glad i didn't
0: i'm glad i didn't choose that last one you asked the music one would have been the optimal
1: question for me but. <laughs> But- I, I have had situations like that. So um, that's why all three of them was like, mm, I can't choose. Mm. She'll have to choose. Yeah. Oh, and, and the reason why, like, I'm not somebody who used the word passionate.
0: I'm passionate about this. I'm passionate about like that. There's just not something I understand it from other people, but I just feel like I'm not wired that way. But, you know, obviously, I love working on the podcast. I love, you know, I'm, mind, body, health is like, I'm all about that for the past two years. But, you know, I think it's just a wording. It's just not something I would say. But, you know, there's lots of things that we have that we enjoy doing, and those are definitely on my list. Okay, so going on to my question. So this question, just to give you context, is coming from, there's this viral video. I wish I sent it to you before we spoke, but it's okay. I'll give context and then ask you the question. Uh, Okay. There's a video of this woman who's, videotaping while her baby father is saying these he's he, she basically says something about a narcissist or something in the caption, right? And he's basically like, Oh, um, I'm just gonna leave I'm just gonna leave or something like that because you know you're telling me I don't know how to hold my baby. So she must have made a comment on how he was holding the baby. She had a she had a brand newborn, she has a newborn and she wasn't holding the baby correctly and she said something, and he completely blows up on her, and I guess that's what she's recording. He's like, well, I'm just going to leave for a couple of hours to cool down because you're acting crazy. So he's pretty much gaslighting her, right? It's her child. She has a right to say you're not holding her yeah, child I'm right. right whether you're the father. I just father. pushed
1: the pick-me-out. I get to say yes.
0: Yeah. And so she later goes on because everybody was like, um because she pretty much is like don't you leave and don't even come back don't bother right but anyway the why why it went viral is she actually she does a video another video because everybody's like oh this guy's crazy why even with him da, da da she's like you know she did a follow-up video and she said that i i left i mean i, I only reason i went back to him is because i was happy this is her second child with him but she had already left him but because she was in that vulnerable position she allowed him to come around because obviously she has one young child she's a newborn maybe she welcomed you know it welcomed the support and help in that situation but he fell back in the same narcissist behavior and so and something that the other he did is she had the name on the she had chosen a name and then he went into the paperwork and changed it because obviously she's in the room so he actually went and changed the name of her child's name on the on the uh on the birth certificate maybe right. she didn't. maybe i think she didn't give him a last name and even the first name so that to me is like red flag that's like crossing a line i'd be like girl you have rights go back to that lawyer and change it just change right it. but anyway just giving you that context so this came now here's my question do you believe do you believe in not giving your child the father's name particularly if they're a deadbeat
2: <laughs> I mean, Boy, I feel like it's an
0: easy answer, but
1: <laughs> boom bops. Okay, well then. So you know, hey, I'm a, I'm gonna put some of my business out there, but um, cause you know all my business already. But uh, I'll put, for the listeners out there, so my fiance, who I've been engaged to for six and a half, well, we've been together and engaged. But we've been together for almost seven years Mm -hmm. he is not the father of my child Mm -hmm. uh the father of my child we were together for about a year and change i was madly in love with him he was supposedly madly in love with me and i found out i was pregnant so um i thought we were gonna live life happily ever after and it didn't go so
2: um
1: But I got the best thing that's ever happened in my life, and that's my daughter. Mm -hmm. She is the joy of my life, Mm -hmm. the the sparkle of my eye or whatever you want to call. But her father is not always um, the easiest person to co-parent with. And at times, he doesn't act as a parent. He acts as though it's when it's convenient Mm -hmm. and so when I met my fiance my daughter was about one and a half and so my fiance without a doubt has stepped in you know he was a single father and which is rare but he stepped in and he took on the role and he's treated my daughter as his own Mm -hmm. you know and um So with that backstory, initially when, you know, I was pregnant and so on, we were having issues. We were having problems towards the ending of my pregnancy. And I was second guessing naming my child after him. Mm -hmm. And my mom and I had a very long conversation about it. And she's like, I know this is going to sound cliche, but she is my best friend, Mm -hmm. one of my best friends. from a mom's perspective, at least we're very close. And she said, you know, your daughter has a right. It doesn't matter what he's about. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: She has a right to have his name. Mm. That's her father. Mm -hmm. And it sat with me, you know, for a while. And it wasn't until I literally pushed her out and (laughs) the nurse came in with the birth certificate documents that you have to, all these documents they want you, you just pushed yeah. out a kid and they want you to <laughs> fill out all these flipping forms, Yeah. but whatever. When she came and I literally was writing her name down cause I knew what her first name was gonna be from I was like seven months pregnant. Mm-hmm. It was the last name that was the biggest problem. And yeah. I just wrote it down.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I wrote it down, it's on her birth certificate it's at school. It's a hyphenated last name. It has mine first Mm -hmm. and his last. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And at the time I did it that way because if ever I had to drop his name, it would be easier, but I'm glad I made that decision because she has a right to have his name. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: That's her father. Okay. So you're saying that I think the child has a right to have their name. And I think that you know, when you're a mom and you like, she, she just gave birth. So there's lots of stuff that are going on in her mind and yeah, exactly. her body, everything is all wacky and everything, her hormones, everything, you know, she has another child with this man. And I think sometimes we have to think of not what we would want, but what our child would appreciate and, and what our child would want. And so sometimes it takes a lot. you have to be a big person and a mature person Mm -hmm. to see that regardless of how I feel about you, Mm -hmm. that's still your child. Mm -hmm. That is still very much his child. Okay. So she has a right to have his name. She has a right to, you know, when she's older and she gets to know more of her, that side of the family Mm -hmm. to have something in common with them. Mm-hmm. okay so your
0: answer is yes you it doesn't matter if he's a deadbeat you're gonna give them a name well and in terms exactly.
1: of a deadbeat listen that's a perspective from the mother that's not a perspective <laughs> from the from the child yeah exactly because the yeah, child got, doesn't
0: know nonetheless Yes, yeah, but we have your answer right? so yes okay so my answer to that is as you could tell with my response to you is no i feel like if the person has already proven to you that they're literally just a sperm donor, then the mother, it does not owe that man to give the child, her child, his name. Like you said, if you're gracious or you, if you're, if there's something in you, like you said, there's so you did some deep soul searching to come to that conclusion. I think things weren't that bad with you guys at the time. So oh, they were, Oh, but okay. They but were. either way you explain your reasoning. Yeah. But in, in this scenario, I've, I've heard the debate and I agree. I think you should, just because you donated sperm, that does not mean that you should clean, your name should be a part of the child, especially if you are not stepping into that role leading up, leading up to the deliverance of the child or, or however you treated the woman when you were but with her. But that's the
1: perspective of an adult.
0: No, I know, but right. I'm just I'm
1: just saying my mm-hmm. answer. I'm not. Yeah, really no, de- I get, Yeah, I hear I'm, you. Go I'm on.
0: not really debating. I understand what your your answer, and it makes sense. And I'm understanding with other women who decide not to. I think with this context, like I think in I do be- I do understand the argument where you don't deserve that. This is you know you don't deserve to claim this child, even though you donated. You doing you're a sperm donor so if you're just a sperm donor like me going to a sperm bank to get a child then you know that's you 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 put yourself in that situation and like you said the name could always change if you want to really step into that role but leading up to that pro- to time if things aren't good and women decide not to and those are the reasons where the person is not is not a good person to them while they're carrying the child obviously there's context but Assuming they're a deadbeat and, and just acting like a sperm donor, then you don't have to.
1: Right. And and I I I don't really want. I'm not trying to debate it, but and I'm gonna I'm just gonna close this segment out by mm-hmm. saying, whatever decision you decide to make, ladies, think long and hard about it. Mm-hmm. Don't let it be out of emotion. Yes. Let it be an actual decision that you can feel comfortable with for years to come that you can feel comfortable with explaining to your child because they will ask. So moving on to our next segment, which is the Workout. 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 This is where we work out our hearts and exercise our mental fitness. We do a deep dive discussion into issues that have been impacting our culture in the last few weeks, or in general. And so what we are going to talk about this week is Mr. Meek Mill and his new album cover. So there is a lot of controversy around his new album cover. Meek Mill is a rapper. In case there's other people around the world that are listening to us, He is a rapper from the United States. He's all right. I love him. He's okay as a rapper. But it's not his skills that are being in the midst of this controversy. It's this album cover that he decided to wrap around a city bus. And the image that is on this album cover, in my opinion, is very disrespectful to Black women, in particularly dark-skinned Black woman. The album cover consists of a few images of Black women that are darker skin, all naked. One is bent over and you can see her genital area. The other is on a stripper pole. The other is just bare naked from head to toe, but turned around so you can see like her profile of her breasts and her behind there's also money on the album there's a man which is i'm presuming is supposed to be him um right dead center in the middle as well as a motorbike and some other music you know the symbol of music or uh, or sorry the money symbol and some other stuff that's on there and the reason why this is up in arms is because of the disrespectful images. He went a step farther and he wrapped this album cover around a city bus. I'm gonna put my two cents on this. It was, it, it was disgusting to see. It was disgusting to see that it was on a city bus. It's one thing if it remains on your album cover, but now you're putting it in the eyes of young, Beautiful black girls that have this image in front of them on a city bus. Um, my question is, where's the light-skinned girls at? How come they're not on the album cover?
2: <laughs>
1: Anybody know? Okay, uh, they 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 don't. No, we don't want to disrespect the light-skinned chicks, huh? I, I I'm I'm wondering if he collaborated on with this he collaborated on this album cover with too short <laughs> too short and him seemed to have this you know like too short would have made sure there's at least one mixed girl we already heard what he had to say right but he wouldn't have them in a disrespectful way this way because he holds them on a, such a high pedestal mm. and so you can see that you know mills is on the same thing he, he you know He likes to hold them on this high pedestal because he didn't put them on the, he didn't put them on the cover and he didn't have any of them in this disrespectful way on his cover. So uh, another point that I wanted to point out was um, a lot of people are calling this art. They're comparing it to different uh, statues, like from the European arts, uh, such as, I think it's Michelangelo. Yeah, Michelangelo. Yep. Yep. Um, where his statues were of women and men that were not dressed, and you could see their genitals. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to address that. Now, here's where they're different. They're they and they're no near the same. Okay. When you see a statue that Michelangelo made, it's of the essence of a of a beautiful person. They're not bending over backwards or on a stripping pole. You don't see them in that context. That's art. The human body being the art. What you're seeing on this album cover is a a disgusting display of what stereotypical ideas of what Black women are look like. So in my eyes, I don't see any art about this what do you
0: think well what do you think, um for me um i looked into this and i first of all i didn't even know he had an album i wanted, to i was like i, I need to listen to it um, maybe next week i'll have a review because his last album championships was really good he's actually one of my faves and um the artwork was created by a black woman so that's important to note named nina chanel abney and she's an artist and painter who typically explores narratives on race, gender, pop culture, homophobia, and politics in her work. And for me, I personally looking at it, I looked at her work, and she's, she's, you know, she does cool work. And um, the art, actually, you know what? I think it's pretty cool. Like I'm a art, you know, I love art. As an album cover, I was fine with it. As as an album cover, like he said, I, the wrap, the wrap around. I'm not so fond of, but there is a larger conversation I think we have to have because you are right. There are, they are depicting dark-skinned women in a degrading way, and I in no, shape, no way, shape, or form want that to be the case. I want hip-hop to move away from that. But in hip-hop in general, you know, we often hear narratives, narratives, the art, all the expression, it's beautiful, but it reduces black women to their most base level of humanity as sex objects and you know obviously we combat as black women we combat those negative depictions we thrive we take control of the narrative as we could see with like some of the new new um female rap artists or whatever right but i mean i do still think it's a patriarchal um ideology that's still being perpetuated and a negative over sexualization of black women and black men it's perpetuating that. And we have to understand that hip-hop culture is still deeply seated, right? In the fetishization of the black b- bodies. And, you know, and we're typically dehumanized, brutalized. And, you know, all of this comes down to colonialism slash racism. And I think we just need to underst- really put that in perspective and understanding hip-hop culture. And something else that uh, there's an old article that uh, she did, a, the artist, Abney, she did an interview with ICA Boston and she was commenting on her art in general and descriptive, describing her art and what she's trying to do. And she says, I would probably call my work colorfully seductive, maybe a deceptively simple investigation of contemporary cultural issues and 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 looking at this piece of art now, so now I she's explained in general, what she normally does is probably an old article. And I would say that because now everybody's talking about it because it's like honestly, as a as an album cover, I think it's 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 cool. Um, it actually reminds me of the cover that Connie did for my beautiful dark Twisted fantasy. Um, where he kind of has a woman. I don't know, remember the color of the woman right now. I should look it up. But it, it kind of reminded me of that. And I actually think knowing the theme, it's called expensive pain, and it's encompassing everything in his life. And I would say, you know what? As a piece of art, I appreciate it. I will just, I'll leave it at that. But it's, I do think what it's doing, what art should do, generate conversation, speculation, discussion on on cultural issues. So this is an intersectionality of, you know, hip hop and misogyny and, you know, treating women like objects and such. Um, But I'm not mad at the cover as an art piece. But, you know, obviously the fact that it's wrapped around buses and Black women are shown in degraded
1: positions, not a fan of that. Not a fan of that at all. You know, being that I am a mother of a young Black girl... I don't mind, I'm, I'm very into art, just like you. Mm-hmm. I, I love art. However, it would be art to me if I saw different complexion. What bothered me about the album cover being wrapped around a bus mm-hmm. is that young black girls who are dark skinned in complexion mm-hmm. already have a negative stigma against them now they are going to go out their door and see a bus passing by them with these derogatory images Mm -hmm. and i and i really do believe that imagery is very important yes i think i've said that about a thousand times on our podcast but imagery is very important and as a young black girl i couldn't imagine going out of my door and seeing that or walking on the street and other people seeing it as i pass them and the imagery what it says to me it doesn't just provoke conversation it it provokes um anger Mm -hmm. because why do my black body have to be used in that way Mm -hmm. why is it not someone who is of a lighter complexion. Mm-hmm. Why is it not? There's three different images of women, and there's a plethora of shades in the black, you know, uh, diaspora. So why is it that there's only a darker complexion women on there? It almost it almost makes us. And this is my perspective. I could be wrong, but it gives us an animalistic image of what a black woman, a darker skinned black woman is to look like. Mm -hmm. The representation, it bothers me. It bothers me a whole lot because I think I could look at it more as art if I did see more than just one shade of black. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the fact that in history, when they were doing, you know, um, experiments, or when they had to, especially within the medical field, when when they were trying to figure out solutions to, you know, certain diseases, they would experiment on black bodies, mm-hmm. on black women that look like me that are like that on that cover. Mm-hmm. So for me, it didn't sit very well. Mm-hmm. It didn't sit for me very well even as an art piece. Mm-hmm. I think where I kind of where it lost its artistic uh view for me is where these stereotypical images mm-hmm. of being on a stripper pole, being bent over, mm-hmm. showing your boob, your having that big butt and that big breast. Mm-hmm. It was those images, because that's what our bodies look like. And now you've put it on display in such a way where it it just feeds into the stereotypes that they have of Black women. That we're fighting so desperately to change. You know, um, and we are fighting desperately because we are trying to take the power back from it. And we are trying to change the perspective. But images like that it it's too for me it just i don't know it just it just makes me feel like are we fighting strong enough are we are we fighting hard enough has our fight even meant anything is our fight even doing anything all this empowering that we're trying to take back is it really making a difference because we still have images like this on city buses. Back then when they were doing medical um, experiments on Black bodies, okay, our Black bodies were were seen as less than human, you know? And I just feel like it's feeding into that stereotype that we're not human. We're, We're just strippers on a pole. We're just big breasts and big backside. Like we're more than that. You know, and I I, I would love to see, but unfortunately, let's just be real if we were to see images that upheld us, right, it wouldn't make him money. Let's just be real.
2: I don't know. Whenever
1: you see images that are of a positive light of a black woman, they're not nearly as popular, they're not nearly as um accepted by the media or accepted by people in the music industry holding up a Black woman. This is tearing us down. This is making us seem less than human. This is making us seem like those stereotypes that we're trying so desperately to fight against. Mm -hmm. So I have a hard time looking at it and just seeing art. Mm -hmm. You know, I see so many stereotypes that he has on there, and maybe that's the mind of a black man. Maybe that's his mind. That's what it is. That's I think that's how he was commissioned. The
0: work was commissioned to kind of speak to that, and that's what the album is. It's called Expensive Pain. It's his lifestyle, his life, his loves, his riches, everything, and that's why I'm able to be like, you know what? That's that's his. That's his. It is. World. and it is
1: his. And and I I can give him that. You know, that's because if you look at the album cover it had a black man right dead center in the middle of it mm-hmm. and all of these imageries around him. So it's almost like it was trying to show what's in his brain. Yeah. What's in his mind. In his world. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And I, and I get that, you know, and the artists did their job. They, this is what art is about. It's to spark conversation. It's to get the minds thinking and having dialogue. Yeah. Um, I draw the line at it being on a bus. Yeah. Because young Black girls don't need to go out. Like, I could just imagine, imagine being 9, 10, 11, 12, just, you know, maybe starting puberty. And you go outside of your door and you see a bus going by you with this image how how does that how would that possibly make that young girl feel? I couldn't even imagine it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine having to even get on that bus. I wouldn't take it that far but okay. <laughs> no, but but we have to take it that far because that's exactly what would happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a young black girl who's probably going off to school has to take the bus, has to take the public transit to school. She's waiting at the bus stop and she gets and she sees the bus coming and she's like, what? Already confused with her sexuality and her body and and all of the rest. Now she has this bus stop in front of her and she sees ass and titties and pum pum hanging out and a black girl (laughs) on a strip pool. And now she has to go and get on that same bus to go to school. (laughs) It might be deep, but that's what's real. (laughs) You know, and there was, um, a white man. I don't know his name. Unfortunately, I didn't catch it, but I saw a clip um, of him ranting and raving at one of the buses. And he was a white man. Mm hmm and he kept saying in his rant is this how black people black women want to be portrayed i have a
0: question for you about that video yeah that's a video that's going all around yes he seemed and, he, he mm. seemed unhinged but how do you feel that it was a a black man a white guy seeing that
1: i was like thank you jesus <laughs> okay but you know what? i'll explain why mm-hmm. because there's a few things that when i saw him i was like he's fighting harder than a black man would fight for me he's going off he's fighting harder than a black man it's a black man who put that on the bus and this white man can see that this is wrong Mm -hmm. to have it on the bus Mm -hmm. if you want to keep it we don't see Michelangelo's statues on a flipping bus Mm -hmm. okay we don't you go to a museum yeah okay so Art is art, and I can appreciate that. Keep it to the damn album cover, period. Putting it on a bus, that's a whole different sentence. So when I saw this white man going off like that, I was like, thank you, white man. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for having enough to stand up for us Black women. Yeah, he was an, I want to say that. I want to give it to him.
0: Seemed a little crazy, but I'm going to give it to him. He he was an ally. He was an ally to young Black women.
1: And also, what he made me believe, I don't know nothing about that man. He didn't tell us nothing about himself. But the way his anger and frustration, it almost seemed like maybe his daughter or his wife is Black.
0: Yeah, that's true. He was
1: very passionate. That's he was for sure. very passionate. <laughs> and, and so when I saw that, I was like, yep, his wife must be Black, or he must have a little Black girl, a daughter, or something. Mm-hmm. Something something because he's going off mm. and I was like you know what could you imagine a black man going off like that for his black queen mm. it's just it's just sad to see that a white man is holding us higher than our black men mm-hmm. a black I man will it's put deep, that on an it's... album cover and on a bus but the white man will stand there and say this is not right
0: yeah it's I think it's like this deep-rooted colonial mentality. It's like you, you've taken on the personality of your oppressor or the point of view of your oppressor. And it's just ideas that we need to push against um, going forward. And um, as a positive note from my end, I would just hope that this discussion, this debate starts discussion amongst other hip hop artists to be more conscious of how they depict black women
1: And, um, yeah, last thing I have to say about that white man, kudos to you. Thank you for not being afraid to stand up for black women, Mm -hmm. because there are a lot of white men that would have kept their mouth closed and not said a damn thing. There's a lot of black men that would have done the same. They wouldn't have said a damn thing. So the fact that you were willing to put yourself out there for us black women kudos to you mm-hmm. we need more of you white men out there that will hold us up higher than this standard that is being set on this bus but to uh leave it on a good note <laughs> i don't know how i'm gonna leave this on a good note but leave <laughs> to leave it on a good note black women we are beautiful yes we are beautiful and young ones if you see the bus Wait for the next one. But uh, we'll wrap it up by saying Black is beautiful. We are very beautiful. And don't ever forget it. Mm -hmm. But to end the show, listeners, we hope that your hearts and we hope that your minds were activated on this week's show. Whether you lead with your heart or your mind, stay passionate and thoughtful, everyone. Talk to you next week. Deuces! Bye.